Is it them responding to a change in what people want to watch on YouTube? Or are they just simply over it and they want to try new things? Are they going to stay in this vanilla-ish thing? Are they going to go do something more and more modded? I think you're right. They have had a successful season, some of them. But I think overall, Hermitcraft is actually in a decline. Now, let me give you evidence of that. You know, you may have a point there. Hello and welcome to Minecraft Lab, where we explore, experiment, and theorize about all things Minecraft. I am Minor Thoughts, and with me is a man who can two pieces of wood together because he nails it every time, the Troche. Where do you come up with these things, Minor? Google. Google. <laughs> I like that one. That one's gone into the repertoire. I like that. It might even become a sound alert on Twitch, I think. That is awesome. Anyway, hello. Welcome back. It's been a little while. Yes. Yes, it's been. It's been a while. We had uh, a classic episode um, that aired last time. Uh, the episode talking with uh, MagpieCraft, our guest, about SMPs, the future of SMPs, and whether there is room in this world for SMPs. What we're going to get in today is talking about one of the bigger SMPs that I I feel has influenced, had a, influenced on us smaller creators, and that is Hermitcraft. I would say you probably can't even underestimate the amount of influence that it's had and the creators, the hermits have had on small creators and small SMPs and the course of Minecraft content for the last nine years, 10 years that they've been doing it. There's, I, I don't know if it's a term, uh, the Hermitcraft effect. How Hermitcraft has changed uh, vanilla SMPs. I mean, is there such thing as uh, a vanilla SMP because anymore? Because Hermitcraft are right now uh, in their ninth season, they're getting kind of far from vanilla. They're vanilla-ish, I guess. Yes, I would say it's... Look, it's definitely... a classified i guess as a modded server because you can clearly see they've got mods and different bits and pieces and i think any server operating is running some mod of some description um because you you just have to uh whether it's for, for performance issues behind the scenes or it's for just a bit of content and a bit of extra stuff for people to do or make things a bit of a twist like a vanilla tweak sort of thing i think every server is probably modded to a degree but I think Hermitcraft and other smaller ones out there, like Interrealms, we could probably call them vanilla-like. Uh -huh. Because, you know, I know for Interrealms, we try to keep it as close to the vanilla experience as possible. But then, you know, even we're starting to stray. Like with the update to 120, we're introducing a few different things for the sake of A, content, but B, immersion. I, I think it's really hard for uh, an SMP, a vanilla SMP to su survive uh, just starting out. Uh, just running nothing but vanilla, uh, I think they'd really struggle. And uh, especially the ones that want to be Hermitcraft-like, yeah, they're just they're going to emulate uh, Hermitcraft. And again, that's the Hermitcraft effect. I think that's a problem that a lot of smaller SMPs fall into, which we definitely did and probably still into some degree possibly are, try to be Hermitcraft. But the thing is, as a content creator, you put out a, an Interrealms video, a Let's Play style, SMP style video, and 
an impulse or a tango or a ZF or a Zuma or someone puts one out at the same time, what are people going to watch? You or them? We're going to be them because they're the big ones. They're, you're emotionally invested. You're the new kid on the block. You're the small one with 500 subscribers. It's a tough gig. You know, and when we started Interalms, the whole idea of that was we're never going to get onto Hermitcraft. So let's make a Hermitcraft. Let's be a Hermitcraft. And season one, we, for the most part, were very vanilla. Very vanilla. You know, we had a few extra little bits and pieces, but I'd say that was 98% vanilla, that was. Right. And we were doing things that uh, you would see in uh, that people might make the correlation that we, oh, you're, 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 you're trying to be like Hermitcraft, you know, with the, the, the sheet man and, and different uh, battles and, and things that we had going on. Season one for us was really a tale of two halves. It really was. You had the, you're right. When we started, you could tell 90% of us, ah, there's an idea. And we were, we were all basically really at the start of our Minecraft content creation journey. So we were taking that influence of what we'd see in the green videos in Mumbo, in Tango and all them, and not necessarily deliberately going out and trying to do something similar, but it would just naturally happen. You know, by accident, I fell into the sheep man thing. Not that I was ever proven to be sheep man, let's just say, you know, the, the kind neighborly sheep man, you know, but that was definitely, you know, yeah, surprise, shock, horror. Yes, it was me, um, was influenced by poultry man from green on season six. But it was just something that happened by accident. I just happened to play a prank on you and Reed, a very right. simple one. And it was like, oh, there's something here. And then it just evolved. But then I think if you look at the second half of the season, I think we sort of twigged on a little bit that it wasn't working or whatever reason. We started getting more confident in doing our own things. That just evolved out of nothing. And I think we really learned then it was has to be organic. You know, you can't force it. You can't. Yes, you're being influenced by the bigger creators out there, but I think we've learned, you know, do our own thing, do our own style, our own stories, our own themes. But I do think still, though, that we are maybe not necessarily influenced by Hermitcraft, but we're influenced by the bigger creators uh-huh. because they're getting success. And I think that, you know, I know me personally, you know, I'm looking at, not necessarily the SMP players, but some of the ones that are doing like challenges and stuff like that. I'm getting influenced to try some of their challenges like uh, Wadzi with one chunk. I thought, well, I like that. I'll, let's give that a crack. You know, that looks like fun. I don't want to do vanilla. Okay, I'll do better Minecraft mod pack. So there's still influences coming through there from many sources. And I actually think the Hermits are being influenced by that as well now. Right, yeah. That's what I was just going to say that um, the Hermits uh, themselves are starting to collaborate outside of Hermitcraft. Hermitcraft is their main thing. That's their uh, main server, main SMP. But they've got things going on. Uh, you've got them collaborating with other creators. I use the term up-and-coming creators. Maybe they're not as big as uh, some of the Hermitcraft players, but you've got you know people from Empires, um, and they have that whole crossover event uh, where the Hermitcraft spent some time on, on their server and then they came over and spent some time on the 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 hermitcraft server uh but then they've got like you said the challenges um last life uh limited life uh those things that uh green runs all the time and it's interesting to see with you saying that you know hermitcraft is their primary one 
But you go back five years, Homecraft was their only one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now they're branching out. So the question I guess that I have is, are they the trendsetters or are they responding to the trend that the consumer, us the viewers, are changing what we want to see? And they're responding right. to that. And in, I guess, a domino effect, our smaller ones are also following that trend as well. Because if you look at it, the SMP style thing, which is sort of the topic for the day, is changing from, you know, you'd have an SMP go for like a Hermitcraft thing, which is like for two years and you do your stuff, to short, sharp, quick ones, one month, like one shot. The limited life series, as you were saying, where they go, you know, for a few set recording sessions till the, the story's done and the recording's done, they move on to something else. That's something that's really becoming prevalent today is short, sharp, little seasons of a server. And it's interesting to see that that's emerging. Part of the reason why they're doing these other things, branching out and doing these other things is because of, I don't know, call it what you want, burnout or uh, boredom or just wanting to not be, you know, working on the mega base all the time, uh, doing different things. You've got, you know, people like Mumbo uh, just barely getting back uh, to to Hermacraft um, and he's... You know, come on, and in my opinion, built not really a very inspired base, and already sick of it. He's he's blowing it up and having people blow it up for him. So, uh, is is he losing his his steam? Is he still in burnout phase? Distract? I I don't know what's going on, but I I see the same thing going on with Green. He's been building this mega base and uh, getting bored of it. Or whatever, so he's off putting ten thousand chickens in dark space. They're not the only ones, you know. You look at Iskel for the better part of two seasons now. He's off doing Vault Hunters, which is his own modded thing. You know, stresses with that as well. You see the likes that are on multiple SMPs like Gem and uh, Pearl, Pearlescent Moon, doing all these other crossovers and that. You know, Green starting up the Last Life. Or the life, sorry, well, they call it the life series and all the different things that they do with that. Yeah, life series. Yeah, um, Tango doing create. There's definite changing there. And again, is it them responding to a change in what people want to watch on YouTube? Or are they just simply over it and they want to try new things? So, yeah. you know, it, it comes back to the question that we asked last year where we had MagpieCraft come in and join us is, is there still room for SMP style content on a YouTube channel, particularly if you're small, is there room for it? There's definite change afoot. You can you can feel it with the style of videos that are going nuts on YouTube and to mm-hmm. what one struggle. And you see the hermits, as much as they influence everything right around the place as we've rightly as you've rightly said, they're even adjusting to that too. I think they're you're they're seeing, you know, their channel and and you know how the algorithm changes all the time. People are just wanting something different. I, you know, watch it. There are, there are certain hermits that um, in this season that I pretty much watch religiously. Um, some maybe not as much. Some that are doing mind-blowing things. Uh, Doc M77, uh, I wanted to bring this up. He is doing some of the most insane things with Redstone. Uh, that are just blowing my blowing my mind, and in my opinion, I think this is his best season yet. Watching him in past seasons, 
is uh, he, he didn't. He kind of had uh, a direction he was going, but kind of you know he had to rely on collaboration with with other people, uh, which he's doing this time. But it's people outside. I think what's why he's doing so well. He's got what he calls the hive mind. Um, helping him with these redstone, insane redstone bills. He's got uh, every week people making him thumbnails uh, through fan art, just storylines going on. So in my opinion, this is Doc M77's best season yet. And I don't watch the full length of the episode because some of them are an hour and a half long. I actually watched a really good, um, let's call it a documentary that someone, like a YouTube video that someone made on Etho a little while ago, mm-hmm. because the hermits were saying that how good this was. And the the documentary made a great point was that Etho is known basically for he doesn't care about his thumbnails. He just whacks up a screenshot from the from the video, and that's what he does, you know. And and he does the bare minimum you can say <laughs> of a YouTube video. Doc puts out ninety minute videos. Um, you look at the style of the, of the content that they make, sort of. It's very SMP, let's play-ish sort of content, but they get the views. But you, I, or Bob, or Joe next door do that, and we will get nothing. Mm. So it says that what people were looking at 10, 8, 9, 6, 4, 3, 2 years ago is not what they're looking for now. Otherwise, we'd be getting views too, and we're not on that style of video. If Doc was starting today, brand new, no affiliation with Hermitcraft in any way, brand spanking new, he started a YouTube channel and made a 90-minute video, is he going to succeed? No, I don't probably, think so. Probably not, because I think people's, what they want to see has changed, and the attention span of society has got ridiculously low thanks to the stupidity that is TikTok. You know, you, you talk about the, the Hermitcraft's influence, the Hermitcraft's effect, and how many people start their YouTube journey because they've watched a Grian and they've watched a um, a Tango and they've watched an Ether and they've watched a Doc and they're like, we can do this too. And there's a lot more that goes into making a video than recording it and whacking it up and hoping for the best. You know, it mm-hmm. takes, well, I think Keegas is right when he says, you know, for every one minute of footage that you record, there's five minutes of editing time that goes into it. You know, and that's probably accurate and probably true. But it seems that you need to be putting in that over-the-top editing these days to get, I guess, the Mr. Beast influence too, I guess, is that over-the-top, really speaking, really excitedly and, you know, putting the captions and the words all over the screen because, mm-hmm. you know, you've got 10 seconds of a video. You've got 10 seconds to grab someone. I don't know whether anyone's realized this or not, but on YouTube, if you you try and work out the algorithm a little bit, you have 10 to 15 seconds to grab someone's attention and get them to watch more of your video. That's all you've got. Uh-huh. You've got to get the click. So which means your title and your thumbnail is key and your opening has to be a banger. But then you look at right. Hermitcraft ones and I think Doc's most recent one at the time of recording, I thought I'm going to watch this because I want to see his reaction to the chickens. His first 30 seconds is just this long shot of just coming in. We tried that. <laughs> Swipe. But it's Doc. So the hermits have got a built-in audience. They've got a built-in viewership yeah, exactly. that we as small creators don't have. They might influence you to give it a go, but the style is not necessarily going to work for a small content creator. You know, and I guess it's a challenge for us on small SMPs and small channels. How do we adjust? How do we adapt to the changing tastes 
of what people want to see in a video and different style. And that raised, again, brings back to that question that we asked 12 months ago is, is there room for SMP content on a YouTube channel today? Not a hermit's channel because yes, there is because they'll get the views. I've, I've said it before many times. Green could put up a video of him literally just walking up the street or the shopping district going, ha la 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 la. He's going to get 100,000 views before breakfast. The question is, is for small creators, is there room for it on a YouTube channel? Cut to the story. I think the answer is yes, but the reasoning for that is probably worth another another chat. Yeah. Because things have changed in the last 12 months, obviously. Like I said, uh, there are some hermits that are they're struggling, but the, then there are others that are having the best season. Or well, I think they're having the best season. You know, Doc M seventy seven, uh, Vintage Beef. I I didn't know how he was going to pull off this trading card game in the beginning. Uh, I thought it was an excellent idea, but it just it caught on on uh, caught on like wildfire. On the Hermitcraft server, where everybody's doing their own arenas and uh, having competitions and whatnot, and it got so popular that they created a—I guess you could play it through the website, play the trading card game through the website, and now there's a physical game, trading card game out there, uh, collectors' cards, which they're there's uh, each hermit is signing. Um, and that's, uh, that's the Hermocraft effect. We're seeing more merch stuff coming out from them. <laughs> Every single hermit has got pretty much the same sponsors. Uh, they're, they're, it's it just getting bigger and bigger with each season and, and you kind of have to ask yourself, I mean, what's next? What are they going to stay? this vanilla-ish thing, are they going to go do something more and more modded? It's really, you ask yourself every, every time, how could they top the last season? And there, there, uh, there have been seasons where, uh, eh, they're all right. But, uh, this season for some of those hermits, I think is, is their best. I think you're right in some respect, but I disagree in another respect. <laughs> okay. So I think you're right in the respect that there's some that are having an absolute cracker. So like the, the TCG game, it's a success because it's immersive. It, it's bringing people into the Hermitcraft world. Like they can, you know, they've watched Beef build this thing and now they can physically play it with physical cards. Absolute cracker of an idea. What Tango was doing, absolute Yes. Insanity. It is fantastic. I love it. For me, Tango is a much watch this season because formally, Tango for me was uh what's he doing? Yeah, whatever. This season for me is a must must watch, but you know, that's Redstone Heavy. What he's doing is, is next level. You know, Impulse, one of my favorite creators. I haven't watched one of his Hermitcraft videos for ages because I'm not finding what he's doing engaging. I'm really enjoying ZF this season. With what he's doing with his different challenges because their challenges is something different, something outside the norm of just a let's play video. I was really into Mumbo at the start of the season. Now it's like, whatever. Haven't watched Green for ages. I think you're right. They have had a successful season, some of them. But I think overall, Hermitcraft is actually in a decline. Now, let me give you evidence of that. Season one of Interrealms. 
you said we were all heavily influenced. All of us, the 10 original that started, well, probably eight of us were active Hermitcraft watchers. Now I can tell you, not many of the current people on Interrealms are watching Hermitcraft at all, but the right. comments are in Discord of that. Now, the other thing that's interesting to note is from personal experience, I'm watching less, but something really, because I knew we were going to be having this discussion. So something that was stuck into my head when it was said to me. So I'm going to go back to lockdown period, you know, back in 2020, whenever it was, you know. Mm -hmm. So I was fortunate enough to be in a position where I could work from home. I was the general manager of where I was working. So at the time, so I could stay at home. So I had the kids at home during the day. So we do schoolwork, blah, blah, blah. And we had a habit of every lunchtime, we would walk down to the shops, the corner shop, we'd buy our sausage rolls and our pies and all that and come home and we'd have lunch. And over our, our lunch break, we would watch Hermacraft and we'd, we would actively look forward to it. Fast forward to last weekend. The thing on a Saturday is most, a lot of the Hermacraft videos are sort of coming out on our Friday night, our Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. So on Saturday lunch, we will sit down for an hour, put on Hermacraft. This weekend... My son said to me, do we have to watch Hermitcraft? <laughs> oh boy. That was like, oh, well, okay, no, we don't have to. We ended up watching Tango and that was it. SMP style content, again, even though it's Hermitcraft and they've got all this big influence that we've talked about and they still have that influence, even it is waning. So what are they going to do? Their own creators are off doing other things. They've gone from five years ago being Hermitcraft is all we do, that's it, weekly Hermitcraft videos, to what it is now and i don't know the, the couple of videos that i have watched there's not many hermits online in the videos you know what? you may have a point there i've noticed that uh and we'll get into this probably in the next uh, discussion on smps i think really the collaboration is between the hermits is something that people are are wanting early on in in when mumbo first came back it was just mumbo. It was kind of hard to watch. It was a little painful to watch because he was like, had no clear direction. But I mean, we've already really discussed that. They just need to figure out what everybody wants. Well, you can definitely see there's a, there's a change in, in SMP con style content, right? You've got the older school style, which is Hermitcraft, Let's Play, blah, blah, blah. And you've got the new, as we've said at the start, you've got the newer ones, like the, the Empires, which is sure to live. You've got like, the one-shot SMP, which is a, more a Twitch thing. Uh, what's this new one? New Life. And you got the Life series and all of those short, sharp uh -huh. things. Keep it fresh. Keep it up vibe. Keep it interesting. Keep it different. I think there's definite changes afoot. And how Hermitcraft responds to that will be the Hermitcraft influence again is all the little ones will follow along with what Hermitcraft does in the same style of event. So... I cannot wait to see what they do on their next update, which has got to be soon, uh, the next new season. And maybe it's a good place to cut and come back next episode for us to talk about what is the effect of SMPs and is there still an SMP place? Because our conversation we had 12 months ago is a different conversation than what it is now because things have changed in just that short time frame. Right, yeah. It's hard to say what they're going to do. I think they're going to have to do something to keep not just people's interest in Hermitcraft up, but their own creators, their own members' interest up. And how what they do with that, I actually can't yeah, wait to do least. What's in store for Hermitcraft? If we'll have, like, the next big thing, something that comes along bigger than Hermitcraft, 
that people want to see more. Who knows? Uh, I think right now Hermitcraft is still king as far as SMPs go. Uh, they still have that title, but maybe they are on a decline. Who knows? Is it a decline of Hermitcraft or a decline of SMP style content for YouTube? Let's discuss that next week. My focus right now, I'm loving the podcast. This podcast, I love the podcast. Um, it's something that I'm passionate about right now. Um, Have you ever thought of doing another one, Minor? I've got three. I've got this one. I've got uh, the comic book one called uh, Inked Adventures, uh, where we're talking about in indie comics. And then the newest one, Does It Adapt, uh, with my son, uh, the, we're just having a blast. But another one? What What are you talking about? Do what? Fourth one? No, I just thought you might want to give a plug to the other two that you were doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got Desert Adapt, Inked Adventures, and of course here, Minecraft Lab. And happy to say that all of them on the Interrealms Podcast Network, obviously put together and maintained by the amazing Kigazo 2. Actually, if you are listening to this, thank you very much because it should be actually noted that there is not a day that goes by where someone is not downloading and listening to Minecraft Lab. That, to me, oh, is a right. great achievement. So uh, oh, awesome. you are thank listening. You. Thank you very much for your continued support. We, we are enjoying it. But if you have right. any suggestions, you have any thoughts, do you disagree with us in any which way, please reach out. We have a, I think we have an email address, don't we, Minor? Yes, it is uh, Minecraft Lab podcast at gmail.com and you can also find us at uh on twitter uh which is mc underscore lab basically if you go to interrealmssmp.com up the top you'll see connect press the connect and you'll find all the ways it can reach out to interrealms right and, but we definitely want to hear your thoughts uh, particularly on this one in terms of if you're a viewer of minecraft content we want to know what style of videos do you want to see do you agree with us that Hermitcraft is, well, agree with me that Hermitcraft is on a bit on the, mm, or am I wrong? Is it on the up, on the up, uh, like Miner seems to think? I don't know. You, um, you let us know. Well, I'm going to get back to blowing things up in creative and you can go and find your wood. I was going to say go to bed, but maybe it goes hand in hand. <laughs> um... I was trying to segue out to something, you know, to end the episode. <laughs> you took it there. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. How, I don't know how you're going to edit that. Why well, just leave that one in? <laughs> I mean, if they've if they've sat through to this long, they deserve a little bonus at the end. The happy end. Bonus what? Happy ending.